We're holding a middle pair of gimel. It's a finished pair of gimel. So we were discussing last time was the hisboinenus that takes place in the world of Chachma and Bina, which is then Moila Demidas. And that's what we're discussing really in Iker and Perak Gimel, is that in the world of the Nefesh, nefesh of a kiss, in the Nefesh Shorach and Hashama, there's Eser Sviris, and those Eser Sviris are split up into two main categories, which are called the Shalish Imois and Sheva Kfulois. The Shalish Imois contain within it Chachma, Bina, and Das. And those lead to the Sheva Kfulois, which are the seven, the seven Midois, which have to do with the emotion of a person, Chesek Ritvers, Netzachar Yusayda Malchus. And those are ultimately in, you know, uh, um, activated through the Chachma Bina Das. And that's, again, one of the, one of the differences between Nefesh Bahamas and Nefesh Alakis is the Nefesh Alakis, the Seichel, the Chachma, the Moyach is Shailat over the Leif, and therefore the way it works is a person's misbeinin, a person thinks, a person is misbeinin on, like we said last week, the Iker, the Indian of less, less, uh, less Asaponimine, less Machshavat Tvisebe, what was the three things we said? Less Machshavat Tvisebe Klau. We said, um, again, where was it? Mamali Kalam, Sevev Kalam, and Kula Kamekalai Chashev. We discussed what those three Nakudas are, but but it's through Isbainanus. And again, this is this is something which is very, very basic in, in Teresa Chabad, the concept of Isbainanus, and the concept of if you want to really emotionally be attached to something, it only works if it begins in the brain. Otherwise, it's nice. It's emotions. It's fleeting. It's, it's, it goes up. It goes down. It's, it's, it's cute. It's nice, but it's not lasting. And again, that's what we spoke about in Akdama. It's Darcharucha Shikitara. When I understand the concept, I'm Isbainanus, and I really allow it to sink in through the world of Chachman Bino, then Mamela can flow down to the world of the Midas. And then my Ahava and Yira is not just. I love Hashem, I fear Hashem, no, no, I know what the Rabbanu Shalom is, I have a concept of who the Rabbanu Shalom is, and the Mela is able to then filter down. That's what we discussed last week, and we discussed the difference between Chachma and Bina. Chachma is Kayachma, that's where the beginning, that's the, you know, from the side of, the side of, uh, the side of Chesed, it's just very, it's, it's very, limit, it's very, lim, you know, limitless, it's very not formed into a specific something, it's just, it's, it's expansive, that's the word of Chachma, it's Kayachma, it's just the Kayach of Ma, of, of something which expands it, and then Bina, Bina is Mizbayin and Maven Davar, Mitech Davar, where it takes that Chachma and then sort of whittles it down until it's able to be something which is practical, something which is understandable. So again, Seif of Kalaman is very nice words, but then when I think about what that means, Seif of Kalaman, I think about what Mamala Kalaman means in a very practical way, in a way where I go through the different aspects of my day, the different aspects of my life, the different aspects of you know, the world around me, and I realize how that world of Mamala Kalaman is a very, very real reality in my life, and every part of my life is permeated with that world, which is called Mamala Kalaman, and I really am explaining and I think about it, I, I meditate over it, then it's able to sink in and slowly it's able to go down to the Midas. And then the Ahava and the Yira that are awakened are then real, genuine, authentic Ahava and Yira, things which will last and won't just get up and down. And that's, you know, when we discussed at the beginning and you know, we said, again, there's, there's things that will emotionally excite a person momentarily. Those are nice and they're important at, at times. They're also important for a person to just, sometimes a person's holding in a rough spot or a person just needs, you know, a bolt, a, a bolt of, you know, cyrus. A person needs, you know, just like a... a something to just energize it. But ultimately, that, that's going to be okay. So have a Hava for a second, have a year for a second, and ultimately we'll see later on when you're activating something which is called a Hava Mesuteres. It's a Hava which is naturally inside of every single Neshama. There's a Hava in Yerif, the Rabbani Neshama, regardless of who you are. And you can activate that in a very, you know, in a very external way where just, you activate that Hava that's naturally inside of you. But that's not the ultimate level of a Hava. We'll talk about Maybe later when we get to Hava Mesuteres and this, this Hava Shabbatas, we'll talk about the, you know, the different aspects of what a Hava looks like and what real a Hava looks like. Here he's talking about a Hava which comes dafka through Zabaydinus, dafka through understanding, through thinking, through internalizing the world of Chachman Bina, Mamale Kalaman, Sev Kalaman, Kulukamekalech Hashif, and the Mamela, I have that place which is called Ahava Nira. So we're up to Mamish. 
We're on page 14, and we're up to, let's just, we'll start again from, I'm trying to find a good tonic spot, because I think we start, we stopped a little bit in the middle last night, last week. Um, um, the Arsa Bakhti said when it was with Malik Holman. Yeah, so let's just start from this. Eremid is a year of Haremus, like, I don't know, seven lines from the top. Um, but you know what? Let's start from the fourth line. Vehein heim av veim. I'm gonna lead this avas Hashem v'yerasei. This chachma and bina is the av and the aim. And again, even though we said they're all called imayis, they're shalosh imayis. But this is when you, once you break it down and and you know split them up, it's called the av and the aim, which is the chachma and the bina. It's the av and the aim. Kiaseichal shebenefesh hamaskelas kishemisboinin umamik ba'id begadlas Hashem. When it's when it's it's misboinin and it's mamik ma'oid in that world of godless Hashem. Echem amalek kolam and besev kolam and kula kamekele chashev nolda then memela and again that word which is it's it's a leda which takes place it's a birth the av and the aim which is chachman bina give birth to that world which is called midas yira haremus b'meichay machshavtei liyarei ulizbaishim agadus tisbarach sheim lasef atachlas upachar Hashem beliboi right so again he's talking about different aspects of yiras Hashem there's yiras there's yira ila and yira tata there's a yira which is a pachar of Hashem. I'm afraid because of the oynish that's going to take place. And then there's a higher. The higher level of Yira, which is Yira Ilah, is when I'm not afraid of the Rabbanishim because of what he's going to do to me, but it's a Yira Sarainamas. It's how I'm afraid because I recognize how great the Rabbanishim is. So if I think and I really understand what that means, what it means, he's Mamala Kalam, Vesev Kalam, and I'm as binding on that, so suddenly I'm like, oh, when I stand before the Rabbanishim, I'm tittering, I'm, I'm, I'm petrified because not, not I'm scared it's going to do something to me, but I realize how big and how great and how massive the Rabbanu Shalom is in a, in a way which is ain't safe. So that Mamela gives me that that I realize what it means. Again, these are words that we use time and time again. But when I think about what that means, he's ain't safe. And I think about what that means that since the beginning of creation, and I think about the fact that the same Rabbanu Shalom that spoke to Avram Avinu and told him, told Avram Avinu to take Yitzchak and bring him up as an Eilah, also was telling me today, on Thursday morning, they put on tefillin, so that, 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 that automatically, if I really, if I can think about that, just that machshava for five minutes before I put on tefillin, you know, tomorrow morning, I think about the fact that I'm putting on tefillin because the Rabbanu that told Avram Avinu to take Yitzchak and to shech them on Har Maria is telling me to put on tefillin. It's the same Rabbanu Shalom. And the same, it's the same Ratzon Hashem. It's the same Ratzon Hashem that he wanted Avram to, to, to bring, a, bring a carbon and he wants me to be careful about Shmir Sanaim and he wants me to put on my tefillin, he wants me to, you know, have proper Shalom by. All of those things, it's the same Rabbanu Shalom. And I think about how much the Rabbanu Shalom is there for you so throughout the past, you know, thousands of years, and I think about so it's misbinding in me a real Godless Hashem, a real Ahavanir, and it's not just words that I'm saying, you know, the Rabbanishim's ain't safe. I really think about what that means to the extent of my Seichel and my Amuna, what that means ain't safe. And the Mamela have the Yira, which is again Yira Ilah, Yira Tata, and then I also have the Yahava, Kirish Be'esh, Bechashaka, the Kafeitza, Bechuka, Venefa Shekeka, the Godless ain't safe Barahu. The, the, the ultimate, my, my nefesh is, is thirsting and, and, and longing and yearning for godless einsev baruch hu. nefesh. It's pasha, my, my neshama is going, it's going out of its kalim to try to attach itself to the Rabbanishim. Right? This is the desire that David Melech talks about. That's I'm thirsty. I'm walking through the desert and it's if I'm stuck in a desert for two days and there's no water and you finally see some water. It's, it's, it's the greatest thirst in the world that, that David Melech has for the Rabbanu Shalom. A person can get to that. Every person can get to that. And it's just a pella because we mentioned at the beginning in Akdama that the Baltani was very, very medactic, not just in every word, but in every letter. And you find that throughout the Sefer, 
again, I'm, I'm not, I'm not pakant in the sefer enough that I can, I can point out, you know, where he has, where he variates from, you know, from the, from the typical lashem. But anytime he talks about havas Hashem, he goes on and on and on. And, and so it's like a pella. Every time he mentions havas Hashem, he doesn't just say havas Hashem. You see the way he does. It. He spends three lines talking about havas Hashem. Right, Yiris Hashem, Yiris was, was two lines, and Havas Hashem, he goes on, and it brings three psukim, and again, we can go through the Mepharshim, we'll discuss what, what each one of these psukim, what the Chiddush is, but he, he does this when he talks about Havas Hashem, and it's clear that, that he himself was somebody who was, who was you know, bursting with Havas Hashem, who was, who was living and breathing that world of real, real, real Havas Hashem, which led to real Tzama Nafshi Lelekim, Tzama that world of chafetzah, v'chukah, v'nafesh, v'keikah, l'gadlas, ain't sayv baruchu. And again, just, you read these words 10, 15 times over, that b'meila, that's his bainanasi, thinking about what that means, and it's meila inside of a person. It creates inside of a person that real ahavas Hashem. V'atzimon, hu me yisayi da'esh. Here's always like, the next two lines that he says, there's always two lines I never really kept exactly what he's doing. I think I kept a little bit more what he's doing today. And I was going over this, but, but this, is, this is what he says in the next two lines. We'll see about Simon, this longing that a person has, who may say to Eish, Sheba Nefesh Alekis, comes from the place of Eish and the Nefesh Alekis. Those people that are even, he says, even like the scientists and the you know, psychologists say that also that it comes from the Yisait of Eish. Vekachi Be'itzchayim, Yisait of Eish who believe. Umakar Hamayim Vahalichos Me'amoyach. Kumayshikasav Be'itzchayim Sharnon, Shebechinis Chachma, Shenikar Mayim Sheba Nefesh Alekis. So uh, what I, I think what he's trying to say is, he's trying to separate between this tzima'an and this world which is called chachma. That there's two things which take place inside of a person. One is coming from the lave and one is coming from the, from the mayach. Remember in the first parak we said that this dalad yisaydas and the yisaydas of ra, this esh ma'im ruach and afar, which each one of them represent different midas rois. Esh represents taiva, esh represents um, 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 gaiva, taiva and gaiva, and afar represents, uh, afar represents atzlos and, 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 uh, and atzvos and and Ruach represents Latsanus and Hoylulus and, 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 and Mayim represents, I'm sorry, what did I say? I said Esh represents Taiva. Esh, right, Esh represents Kas and Gaiva and Mayim represents Taiva. So in the side of the Sitra, the Sitra Gedusha, obviously there's also going to be an aspect which is called those four Yisaitis, which take it up. So what he's telling us is, is that that Simon, that longing, comes from the Yisaitis of Esh, and the Chachma comes from the place which is called Mayim, which means in general there's two, there's two ways that a person has the capability to connect to the Rabbanu One is called Eish and one is called Mayim. Eish is, Eish is coming from the Lev and Mayim is coming from the, from the Mayach. Eish is a certain longing which, which really goes upwards, right? Even the, the concept of fire, we mentioned many times, fire always shoots upwards, right? You try to push fire down, fire naturally just shoots upwards constantly. That's, that's the, the Betsiyas of fire. And that's why there Hashem Nishmas Adam, because the Neshama is constantly yearning to connect itself to Ein Saif. The Neshama, the Eish, is constantly looking to get out. So the Eish, that, that longing, that yearning, that feeling of, of total hashtaykikas and kisufin and going for the Rabbanu Hashem, it comes from the lave. And it's an ash, it's a fire. And ultimately the fire is going up and it goes up to the mic. It's a passion. Exactly. That's what he says. The tivim, even those that are, where, where's passion? Passion's in the heart, right? You know, I, I love you, right? Where, if you want to write that out, you'll, you'll put a picture of a heart, right? It's not actually, the heart doesn't actually look like that. But that's, that's why do you put that? Because everybody, that's what he's saying. Even, even those that are, you know, psychologists and, and scientists will tell you that passion comes from the heart. And really that's not the way it is. The heart pumps out blood. Even, even, you know, the heart pumps out blood. And that's where when a person gets very passionate about something, the heart's pumping out a lot of blood and it's, it's moving blood out faster and a person's getting more and more excited and blood will rush to his face. There's a certain aspect of the blood's being pumped in a quicker, in a quicker, uh, in a quicker pace. So that, the, 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 the passion of that passion comes from the place which is called Leiv. The Moyach, the Chachma, and, and again, the Seichel of Kedusha creates something which is called Mayim. Mayim, is, Mayim works very differently. First of all, Mayim goes, Emakam Gavayel, Emakam Namach. It's like Martina says, Lama Nomen Shalom Mayim, Tayr Lamayim, Ma Mayim Yerd, Emakam 
thing is the lashon like Aftira goes all the way from the top to the bottom. So the the world of, and, and it's also it's not you don't use water is not passion. Water is much more calm. Right? Anytime you want to you want to explain that something's like very very calming, it's people go to a beach, it's very calming. Go to a lake, it's calming. Water generally has a much more calming effect than fire. Fire is passion, and water is much more calm. Right? David Melch says, you know, for example, he says, right? And water, which is tranquil waters, the Rabbanishlam takes me. That's like water is always water of menucha, and ish is ish, which is which is passion. Each one of those things are ba'etzim coming from the place of Kedusha. And it's just two different ways that a person has the capability to serve the Rabbani Shalom. There's an ish, which is, you know, when that, when that Chachman Bina works itself down, it can either work itself down in a very, in a very slow, you know, shlav by shlav type of way, where it's, okay, I understand what I'm supposed to be doing, and I know, and it makes sense to me, and I'm going to do it. And then there's the world of ish, there's the world of the passion which takes place. And each one of those really, you really need both of them to be done in a healthy way. If a person has too much ish without mayim, it's not healthy. And that's why water taka puts out ish because it needs to really, you know, give a little bit of little bit of balance to that fire. A person has total total ish and total fire. You know, like talk about the world of the Balchuva who's you know first becoming from that. That's all ish. There's no there's very little chachma from the mayach. There's very little mayim taking place. It's all ish. It's passion. And that's why you know ish represents things that are flying, things that are fire. It represents a lot of passion. A person needs to have that proper balance to say okay. Let's, let's calm down, you know, that ish a little bit, but the world of Chachma, the world of the Mayach, the, the, the world which is Mayim is also a healthy thing, but it's, it's, you know, it's also, if it's too slow and too regimented and too stuck in a box, that's also not healthy. So there needs to be this balance. That's what he's talking about between the lave and the Mayach. And we'll talk about that ultimately, the world of Kedusha, which begins in the brain, that's where the nefesh of the kiss is, you know, rooted, will ultimately go down to the heart and be able to, you know, it has a pl- place, there's the leaf ksil, the small, and the leaf chacham, the yamin, there's the aspect of the heart, which is also partly kedusha and partly sitra. The, the part of the, the part of the, the leaf also gets taken over by this, uh, by this chachma. But ultimately, that's, uh, that's I think what he's discussing, and uh, he, he's just explaining to you the process of this tzamal chanaf, she's coming from the ish, from the fire, which is in the heart, and then there's the aspect of the mayach, which is the chachma, which does things in a more balanced, regimented way. And that's, I think, that's, uh, I think that, that that's what he's trying to say over here. Just we'll just read the line and lines again. So I I, I don't think he's I don't think. Right. So I don't think he's. I, I think it just means that the differences between these levels of havan yira, which comes from the mayach, and the havan yira, which comes from the life, and there's both of them. Both this and havan yira, which is a very, you know, it's a spine in us, and I understand it, and it makes sense to me, and that's coming from the world of the Mayach more, and then there's the Havanira, which comes from the Lev, which is much more of a passionate type of a Havanira, and both of them are about some healthy, a person just needs that balance between the world of the Tzimayin Meisayda Eish, and then, you know, that, that, that world, which is Chachma, which is also that aspect of Chachma, which is also done in a very slow, more balanced, more regimented way. So it's just, I think... Or it's both. Well, well, the ten spheres are split. Yeah. It's it's partially mayach and partially midas. Right. The rest of them is, is a lave. Yeah, yeah. It's not mamish just lave. It's the whole body really that that you know makes up these ten spheres. But it's much more of an emotion rather than a, rather than a chachma. Right. So he says v'tzimotan umi say the eishu benefesh of the kiss k'mosh kasev at tivim v'kachi be'itzchaim she said eishu belave umakarab mayim valichas me'am mayach k'mosh kasev be'itzchaim she bechinis chachma she nekamayim she benefesh of the kiss v'shar midas kulin in anfei yirav ahava v'told the same k'mosh kasev makamacher so there's these two aspects of the 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 passion that a person feels one is more of an eishu passion one is more of the mayim of passion each one of those represent different things I, I was just looking it over I saw one of the one of the one of the mafarshim I think it was maybe in chesis brings down a mayim from the Rebbe Rashab. Fifth Lubavitcher, I wrote, like he was uh, 
very, very, this is called like the Tersh of Exalf, Tersh of Chabad, and he was called the Tersh of Apef, Tersh of Chabad. Very barichas, but very, very geschmack of Amarim. Like, he's, he's known as, everybody learns Amarim with the Rebbe Rashab. So he has a whole, I just saw they brought down, and I was learning through it today. He was talking also about this concept of a person needs this, you know, this balance between the Aisha and the Mayim, and know how to have a healthy balance between the passion, and then at the same time to be able to have things which is where things are done properly with Chachma, with Seichel. It's, it's, it's a very, very fine balance. I was just, uh, I was I give a share this week, so I was talking about this concept that like, it's, it's you know, the, on the one hand, there's a tremendous, tremendous push for more learning, you know, more learning bismaneinu, and now we're dar than this probably, especially outside of the Kaitzle Yeshiva, there's been a tremendous push for, whether it's Kenina Masechta, whether it's Eraisa, whether it's Daf whether it's Yerushalmi, Mishni Yaimi, Mishtaburi Yaimi, Dirshu, there's tremendous push, and it's very, very, it's amazing. We, you know, Chumash Rashi with test, and it's amazing, and, and it's, it's, it's one of the greatest things that's taken place. At the same time, it's a very, what it leads to sometimes is a very regimented type of avoida. It's okay, I do my daf, I do my daf, I do my daf. It's very, it's very, it's sikhli, it's very mayachtik, it's very, I do this, and there's no, it doesn't sometimes leave a lot of room for a person to have self-expression in terms of his tyrant, in terms of his avoida. It's very, I go to shachras, I do my daf, I do this, and it's very, it allows a person to become very regimented, very, you know, yaki-like, where it's like, I do this, I do this. It's very, it's very checking the box kind of mentality. And even in yeshiva in general, you know, I was talking to guys that were learning in yeshiva, even in yeshiva in general, the person's very naturally, very regimented. If Sidre yeshiva, you have to keep the Sidre yeshiva. There's no, there's no, you know, there's no room to daven, you know, an extra 20 minute chakras. You can't do that because after Sidre yeshiva, there's, there's halacha seder, and then there's breakfast, and there's first seder, and it's very, it's, and it's supposed to be the way. There's something very, very healthy about the fact that a person's, person has a, has a set, you know, has a set, Seder that he learns every day. He learns Tafyami, he learns Kushtayim, you need to have that, you need to have regimented. But at the same time, a person needs this Aish, which he's talking about, which is the Aish of Eslavis, which is not, it's not so regimented. Aish naturally doesn't, is not contained. If you take fire and you try to, you can contain water. Water can be put into a keli. Water is meant to be put into a keli. If it's not, it doesn't, it can't go anywhere. Fire naturally is not contained. Fire naturally can take, you have a light there and you light it and, and the fire goes up, it goes beyond. Fire naturally can't be contained within a keli. You can't put fire in a vessel because if you put it in a vessel, just you suffocate the fire and the fire goes out, right? Because there's no oxygen. So fire naturally has to have that space to be able to self-express and to be able to go up and to go down. And to, fire, fire is dancing, it's moving. It's, it's, it's constantly involved in the world of movement. And a person of Avayi Hashem also, it's really what we spoke about last week and about the concept of Torah and uh, two weeks ago, I think we were talking about the concept of a Yigash, concept of Torah and Tefillah, that Torah itself is a very, it's a chachma, it's very regimented. Torah needs to be that way. It, you can't just, you know, one day learn Gemar Chagiga, the next day pick a Daf and Mayur Katan, next day learn Yishalmi, the next day learn, yeah, you have to have, what, what, what are you learning? What, what are you involved in? What sugi are you involved in? And then there's Tefillah. Tefillah is naturally supposed to be something which is more natural. It's more Slavos. It's more coming from the Tzimon. It's more from the Lev. It's not so regimented. And a person has to really work very, very hard on balancing these two things because even tefillah, tefillah can also be very regimented. I don't want to say the same words and you have to find room for self-expression within tefillah and outside the confines of tefillah to be able to create that balance between what he's saying, which is, you know, the aish and the mayim. And if there's too much aish, and I'm just, you know, every day adopting at a different minion and every day adopting for a different amount of time and every day I learn something else, it's not a healthy thing. There's no balance there, but And a person just has the world of mayim, which is just, it's very, 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 very structured. I think I may have said this before, but I remember where I read this. I read this in an article a while ago. Yaki, right? No. no? I will. I read. I read this. I read this in an article about a Yaki Shul. That episode. I don't remember where I read this. Maybe some short time I read. It. I don't remember a, few, a while ago that they have a Yaki Shul where the lights go off after davening. It says where lights go off after davening, and and like the biggest simcha that they can have is when the davening finishes. Mamish, they finish Anam Zemiris. Mamish, at the, as the timer hits the light and the lights go off, that's like. The greatest simcha they have, mamish, the whole year, and they, they, you know, they get the davening to end at the second that the lights go off. 
it's like the greatest. And, and again, there's something very healthy about having balance and nothing starts exactly on time and it ends on time. There's something healthy about that, but there's a certain amount of, huh? Yeah, the lights go off at the right time. Like but there's a certain, like yeah. we, had, we were very good at staying late, not but it's a certain. You have, you have a different, you know, with the arrow, and you, and you do it, and, and you do the target afterwards. <laughs> you start singing, you have the lights go off. Right. <laughs> but it's a certain. You know, Rav told me one time. He said, "You know, passion." <clears throat> he said, "Perfection, perfection is the enemy of passion." You know, and it's, it's true. Like a person has to have seichel, and a person has to have regiment. But you know, I was talking to Bachman Shiva. So you have to have. That's what Ben is for. And that's what Ben Astarim is for. And that's what Shabbos is for. Is that? And even us, like you know, again during the week, maybe you don't have as much time. Shabbos is meant that a person has the ability that is Shabbos they shouldn't look the same every week. It shouldn't be exactly the same. And everything's regimented. And everything we do this, we sing the same song. I don't know. There has to be some room for a person to be able to express himself. And in Tyra also, there's this this storm that I learn every day. And then there's also room where I'm able to explore a little bit. Right? Rachman says that you have, you know, you have wealthy, very wealthy people. And he was talking about 20 years ago and nothing's changed. You know, Bismanenu, that you know, wealthy people are constantly trying to talk about all the different places that they want a vacation. I went here, I went here, I've been in you know, Aruba, and I've been to you know, Saudi Arabia, and I've been to Cancun. It, it's like sort of like you know, the checklist of all the places they've been, and they like to talk about it a lot. So Nachman says. So he says, in, in Tyre, it needs to be the same way. Which means when the guy goes to all of these places on vacation, he doesn't go live there. But he goes, he checks it out. He checks it out for a little bit and, and he knows, he knows, the, he knows the lay of the land a little bit and he gets a tour guide to take him out. He knows a little bit about what's going on over there. He says in Torah also needs to be like that. You have to live somewhere. You have to live. What, what's your sigil? What are you living in? I'm living in Dafyani. I'm living in Araisa. I'm living in Kinemisachta. I'm living in Allah. I have the place where I live. That's where I'm rooted. That's my foundation. But to say you have to go on vacation. And if you, have to go, you have to go around and you have to be proud of, I saw the safer, I saw this a little here. Not to mash in a way where you have nothing. You have to have foundations. You have to have that. You live somewhere. If you don't have a house and you, you only live in hotels, it's, it's a pretty terrible life. You have to have a place that you tackle live. But at the same time, a person needs to have that place for self-expression, whether it's in davening, whether it's in learning, whether it's in chesed, in in all areas, a person has to have that room where it's, it's ish, it's fire. Where's it going to go? I don't know. I'm going to start davening and we'll sort of see where davening takes me. I'm going to start zmiris and we'll see where it takes me. I'll start. It's very, very, very. Right? Yeah, I don't think this is meant for most of us. It's definitely not meant for most of us. But he used to, he used to Shabbos morning. His, his wife also came from Chabad family, so he's able to pull this off in terms of Shalom Bayis as well. But Shabbos morning, he used to start learning Chassidus. But Chabad, you know, Chassidim learn Chassidus before davening every day. But specifically, specifically on Shabbos, they learn. They also eat before davening, so it makes it much, much easier to be able to do this. They, uh, he would get you have before davening, and he would go. He would start at eight o'clock in the morning, and he would go. And whenever he felt that he was ready to daven, he would go to daven. He lived right around the corner from Zechar Moshe. Sometimes eleven o'clock, sometimes twelve o'clock, sometimes nine thirty. But, but he, again, we can't do that because we have to go to shul, go to the same shul. It's not. A, I, I don't think that that again. Maybe once a week, it's healthy. I, I don't know, but I'm just saying. But there has to be a certain place where a person is able to have this Indian of simoyan, this Indian of Aish, this Indian of. It doesn't have to be locked in a box. And for care, if it's locked in a box, then then you lose all of its energy. Then then it suffocates it. That there's a certain place a person can be special. A person could spread himself out. A person can have that room for self-expression. It's such a healthy thing. And again, it's a balance which needs to be done properly. You know, Nassim talks about the machsa shekel is that ultimate balance between, it's machsas, it's constantly balanced. It's not too much, it's not too little, it's not too high, it's not too low. You need that balance between the fire and the passion and, you know, a person just has nothing, has nothing grounding him and a person's so grounded that he can't move b'chlau. You need to find that balance, that proper balance between going on vacation and staying at home. But ultimately a person needs to have these two, uh, these two things, the Yisoyda Eshu believe, and then the Makar Hamayim, which is sort of like, it calms down the fire and it says, okay, but let's do things slowly, calmly, in a way which has, you know, which has a, which has a, which has a proper cheshben. It says, As it says, Okay. 
So let's, uh, let, let, let's just do the last part, which is very, very, it's a very crucial part. We'll see, I don't know if we'll finish it this time, but it's a very crucial part, because he hasn't spoken, what he hasn't spoken about, he's spoken about Be'ikr, Chachma, and Bina, and he told us that Chachma is Kayachma, and Bina is this Bainanus. The one Midah that he left out is Das. He hasn't spoken about Das. It's Chachma, Bina, Das, and then the Midah. So what happened to Das? So he left it really for the end, but Das is the most crucial out of Chachma and Bina. If a person's missing Das, a person, the Chachma and Bina won't do anything. Do anything. Now the the Majid Tzarebbe says, a Peldek of art, he says, in, in, in our parsha, it says that Moshe Rabbeinu came to the Rabbanu Shalom and he told the Rabbanu Shalom, he says, I'm going to come to Bnei Yisrael, the Mar, the Imruli, and they're going to tell me, Mashamay, Ma'amrulayim, what should I say to them? So the Rabbanu Shalom told them, say, Ekir Sha'ekir. So the Majid Zerubba points out, if you look at the Pasuk, it doesn't say, Vesha'ali Mashmi, they're going to ask me, what's my name? It says, Ve'imruli, they're going to tell me, Mashamay, what's your name? So he says that, he says, Pelde Gazak, he says, Moshe Rabbeinu wasn't worried about that Klai was going to ask him what the name of the Rabbanu Shalom, he wasn't know what to ask them. He said, Klai Yisrael is Mekobalim. Every one of them know all the, all the shamus of Hashem. The Imruli, they're going to tell me, Mashamay, they're going to tell me that they know more than me. Moshe Rabbeinu grew up in the house of Parah. Moshe Rabbeinu grew up outside of the world of Klai Yisrael. They said, we know more Kabbalah than Moshe Rabbeinu. We know all the shamus of Hashem. We can tell you the shame of Ayam Beis, and we can tell you Avaya and Eken, Admi. We, we know all the names of the Rabbanu What chiddush can you give us? So Moshe Rabbeinu said, I'm afraid. Well, I'm going to go to them. What, what can I tell them? And the Rabbani Shem told Moshe Rabbeinu that the Maila of Moshe Rabbeinu, there's a Maila of Das, and we'll talk about Moshe Rabbeinu is very connected to the world of Das. The Maila of Moshe Rabbeinu is not that he's a bigger Makubal than anybody. You can know all the Chachman being in the world, but it won't affect you, Bechlau. If a person's missing Das, and Das is that which is Meshadech, Meshadech, the Chachman being into the world of Midas, if a person's missing Das, all the Kabbalah and all the Chesidas and all the Torah won't, won't affect them because it's all in the brain and it never filtered down to that world which is called Bina. So there's a gap. Right, you know, the, 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 we probably said this in Shul before, the Devi Chaim one time said that, the, you know, he, he went to a doctor, it was having a, a surgery or something, Devi Chaim went to a doctor, and the doctor said, you know, uh, this is old rabbi coming in, he says, you know, uh, you know what do you, uh, rabbi, what do you do for a living? So he says, I build bridges. He says, rabbi, you know, I don't think that you build bridges, you don't look like somebody who can, he says, my whole life I'm spending building bridges between my brain and my heart. So that's my whole life when I'm spending... What, what's the bridge? The bridge is Das. If a person's missing Das, so you can know. So Moshe Rabbeinu told them, Moshe Rabbeinu told the Rabbanu they're going to tell me that they know, that they know all the names of Hashem. So what chiddush are you giving them? Zakhtar Rabbanu Hashem, Ekiya Asher Ekiya. Ekiya times Ekiya is Gematria MS. The Rabbanu Hashem told Moshe Rabbeinu, your mile is not that you know more Kabbal than them. Your mile is that by you it's MS. MS means that it's part of who you are. It filtered down to becoming part of your essence. Emes is Aleph Mem Tav. It's part of who you are. It's part of your core. Das is that which takes the Chachman Bina and creates that reality, which then takes all the knowledge that you know and brings it down to the Midas. Otherwise, it's just, it's just knowledge. And, and you could be the biggest Mokobal, and you can know the most Kabbalah, and you could be the biggest Talmud Chacham, but if there's no Das, then there's something that's broken. And, and again, we've spoken about this before, but it's a scary thing. You see people that are big Talmud Chacham, and there's something off. There's something missing. They, they know everything, but there's no Das there. Bechlal. It never filtered down, and it never took place as part of who they are. It never, it never became part of the reality. So they know all the Halachas, and they know all the Kabbalah, and they know all the Musr Svarim, and they could read you Mesil Sashram Valpeh, and the Chavis Alava Shabbat Tachim but they don't live their life that way. Why? Not that they're missing knowledge, they're missing Das. Das is that which is Meshadach, the Chachma, together with the, with the Hargish. You know, I, I saw in Beyond the Kechar, which my writes, he writes that, you know, cotton ain't like Das. Right, we talk about a cotton doesn't have Das. He says, why? He says, because Katnos means that I don't have Das. Katnos means that I, everything I know hasn't filtered down to my brain. When I'm going through a time which is called Katnos, what, hap- what happens? When I go through Katnos and I'm davening, 
right? I'm in that world which is called, you could call it, you know, you may sinna, call katnas, whatever it is. Katnas means that I know that when I daven, if you ask any from you, do you know that when you daven, the Rabbanishim is listening? Yeah, 100%. Do you know that the Rabbanishim, you know, is standing here and, and only cares about you when you're davening? Yes. Do you know that the words that you're saying were set up by the Anshikana Sekadon of Kedusha? Yes. So why don't you feel davening? I don't know, I don't. So it's not, it's, we don't lack knowledge. We, we lack Chachman Bina about the Rabbanishim. We don't lack any Chachman Bina. What do we lack? We lack Das. So we know it, but we don't feel it. Why? Because it's just stuck in our brains. And it never filtered down to the place of our heritage. It never filtered down to the, to, the, to, the, you know, to the place which is called the Midas. So if the, if, if the Ahava, if the Abba and the Ima, and again, this is, this is where Das will come in, Abba and Ima is, is Chachman Bina. If Abba and Ima remain apart, so you can have the greatest couple in the world, but if, if they never get together in a physical way, so there's no children that are born. Uh, what do you mean? We have the greatest marriage. We never got together. There's no va'adam yada eschava. There's no, there's no chibur taking place. So then there's no children being born. So it could be the greatest father and the greatest mother, but if there's no chibur between the two of them, so then there's, no, there's nothing being born. Das is that which is meshadach chachman bina, the ab and the ima, and allows it to actually be moila, to actually create something. I'll just, we'll, we'll, go, we'll go through, maybe next week, I'll just run with the maisa. There was uh, one, of the, one, of the, one, of the, one of the favorite uh, Hasidim of, of the, the Alter Rebbe's of Shmuel Munkish. Shmuel Munkish, a lot of stories about him. He was a shtickle, shtickle character. All the stories about him are very, very funny stories. A lot of interesting stories about him. So there was one Maisa where he, uh, he decided he was going to go to his Rebbe. He was going to go visit the Alter Rebbe, the Baltania. And it was freezing cold and he didn't have a lot of money. And he was, uh, you know, started to walk. I don't know how far he lived, but he started to walk, you know, to head towards the Baltania. Suddenly a wagon pulls up and the, you know, the driver offers him a ride, but he says, I can give you a ride. The problem is, is that there's no, there's no room in the front. You know, it's me and the, you know, the other wagon driver, there's no room in the front. If you want, you can get a ride, but you have to go in the back. You have to go in the back, you know, into the, into the wagon actually. And I can't sit in the front, you know, in the, front of the, in the carriage. So he said, not a problem. So he goes to the back and it's the guy's liquor merchant. So it's filled with barrels and barrels of mashka. It's freezing cold. And he's sitting out there and it's bitter. It's a mom's Russian winter. He's sitting amongst the barrels and he's freezing cold. He screams to the front. He says, driver, he says, I'm freezing cold. Can I take a little mashka? Like I'm sitting here in the cold. I'm, I'm exposed to, you know, to the elements. Can I take a little bit of mashka? Can I have a lachaim? He says, yeah, not a problem. For sure, it's barrels and barrels. It's not a problem. Fine. He gave him a cup. He passed him a cup to the back. He takes a little bit of a cup and he drinks it. Ah, oh, He drank a little bit. He says, look a little. They gave him a little bit of armcat inside and fine. Kid, sir, he comes to the, uh, he comes to the Baltania. He told the Baltania, he said, there's no real reason for me to be here. He says, I came here because I needed, you know, chizik in my way. He says, I got all the chizik that I needed already on the way here. He says, why, what happens? He told him what happened. And he said, I chapped mamish, I chapped mamish the whole Indian. He says, here I am, I'm sitting there, I'm freezing cold, and I'm surrounded by all the alcohol in the world. I'm surrounded by barrels and barrels and barrels of alcohol. But none of it affected me. None of it did, none of it did anything to me, because I was sitting amongst it. It was there, I was, it was all amongst me. He said, the only way that it had any on me is when I drank the actual alcohol itself and I put it inside of myself, then it had Ashbami. So that was all the lesson that I needed. It's all, it's all my brain already. I'm not lacking Chachman Bina, but it's, it's swirling around. It's, it's, it's seviv. It's all, it's running around me. It's not part of me. Das is that which takes the alcohol and puts it inside of the person. Then it makes it warm. Then it makes it warm. It goes down into my bones and it actually heats a person up and warms a person up. We'll talk about it next week. The Indian of Das, because Das is very, very connected to the Midas Ayyusayid, which is the whole Avaid of, you know, Shaivavim, and, and it's very Das, and Das and Yusayid are very heavily connected. And we'll talk next week, you know, Charvim Akasha, the Indian of Das, you know, a lot to the Indian of Yusayid and, and, and Moshe Rabbeinu, and it's, it's, it has a lot to do with this, uh, with this Avaid of, of Shaivavim and, and, and the person having, because again, Adam Yadas Chav is the Chibra between Chachma Bina, so we'll talk about it maybe next week, we'll go through this, this part about Das, which is a very, very important, uh, what you say, Shakaech.